Welcome to the Stronger, Fitter, Happier podcast. I'm your host, Vin, and today I'm going live on Facebook and Instagram again to talk through some of the common problems you may be facing while working out from home right now. So we're going through boredom, we're going through like how the workouts you're doing may not be as difficult as they were when they were in the gym and the intensity is too low, and also going through potential injuries and problems you may be facing, that sort of thing. So if that's something that is of interest to you, have a listen to this podcast episode. Three things that I find um, you're probably facing problems with when it comes to um, training from home right now is boredom, having a lack of training intensity compared to when you were training in the gym, and also potential injuries that may be occurring from training at home. So I wanted to go through them, go through some solutions, and then while I'm going through them, hopefully you guys are leaving me some questions um, regarding or go bringing up any problems you may be facing as well. So, um, boredom. What Boredom is probably something that a lot of people are facing when it comes to home workouts. Now that the buzz of training from home is dying down, I know personally I was starting to get a bit bored of the program I was doing and, and I mixed things up. So my tip for you would be to stop trying to train like you were at the gym. And I don't mean the principles. Principles should still apply. They should definitely apply. All of the fundamental principles of training from training in the gym to training at home should definitely apply. But what you may have to kind of not do is the same styles of workouts. Like if you were doing single set workouts, things like that, that may be too difficult to do at home right now. It may be too boring for you to do at home right now. So mixing it up and also maybe not training on your own. So either training with a group, so you can do this live, you can join a group, you can like do live workouts, that sort of thing. That way it makes it a bit more interesting for you but following like, you know, your style of training and what makes you happy Um, training with a friend. So you could don't mean go to meet them. I know you're training at home, but you could train with someone at your house. That is a friend or a family member that you'll get along with and work out with. Or also what I mean is like zoom call a friend and literally work out together. You don't have to necessarily communicate, but that accountability can make the session more enjoyable and take away the boredom, you know, Common things that you would do in the gym to make it less boring would be do things that you actually enjoy. Um, So you need to do that at home as well. So, you know, listening to music, doing things that you actually enjoy in the gym. Same thing at home. Do things that you actually enjoy, but train with someone potentially. Whether it's over FaceTime, Zoom, whatever it is, it may make it a lot more interesting for you. Um, The other final one tip I have for this boredom, whole boredom thing, is learn something new. So doing a new thing, unlocking a new skill, practicing something different so let's say you're someone who does weights a lot at the gym but you struggle with mobility maybe this is a good time to pick up something like yoga or you know some stretching and mobility work and changing the type of training you're doing um also you know learning new skills like learning boxing online going through like doing some online gymnastic stuff that sort of thing learning handstands All these things are going to be like a brand new way of picking up new skills and new things to do. And it will spark a brand new kind of excitement around your training. So I'm just going to read some of the comments that we've got. So Jody said, I do more online sessions than actually going to the gym. Um, When I used to go to the gym, I think you mean. 
carry on with our online sessions when the lockdown is lifted. She's talking about our sessions. She's saying flow 20 boxed in hit are brilliant. Um, thanks for these two. Yeah. So these extra sessions we put in and purposely thought out, like, you know, how do we spark motivation? How do we spark interest with our members? And one of the things was obviously do new things, do new styles of training, do do things that will assist and complement their their core training. And that's the way we did it. Um, so definitely recommend you guys to do the same thing with your own training. Now, moving on to a potential problem you may be facing if you're not training with someone is intensity. So if you were training yourself in the gym and you were doing things like cardio or you're going in and doing weights and lifting heavy enough to cause a stimulus to muscles. Now you're going home, you ain't got no equipment. You're using mainly your body weight, maybe some bands, some light weights that may be laying around the house. How do you make the most of these sessions? Now, one thing I will say is try again not to train exactly the same as you were at, at the gym. This will make it a bit easier for you. The other way you could do this is utilizing like more advanced training techniques. And not even just advanced training techniques, actually, just playing with things like volume. So when you work out in the gym, if you want to improve and progress, you increase volume over time. So the easiest way to do this is by increasing the weights you're using. You just lift heavier. So if you're doing three sets of 12 of bicep curls, for example, and that's getting too easy, you just pick up their next set of dumbbells and then keep doing three sets of 12. And that's progressive overload and it helps you make progress. You get stronger, you get more muscular, you get the results that you want. Now, when it comes to at home, you may not have a whole stack of dumbbells to choose from. So you can't progress in the same way that you were in the gym. Now, what do you do? We would recommend you to start playing with tempos. So the temp, the speed and intention of the exercise. So when I say speed and intention of the exercise, I mean like if you're doing a squat, for example, and at the gym you're lifting 60 kilos and you, you come down and you power out the rep at home, how are you going to replicate that? The way you can replicate it, um, is by lowering the tempo, increasing the tempo, sorry, not lowering the tempo, increasing the tempo and this lowering the speed that you're doing the exercise at. So let's say the squat you would lower for four seconds rather than two seconds. You really try and make that mind muscle connection, focus on squeezing those quads, squeezing the glutes, squeezing the hamstrings, feeling the floor with your feet, really trying to make more intention in the exercise and you will get a similar, not the same, but similar stimulus as you would to lifting a heavier weight. The other thing you could do is increase reps rather than playing with just like tempo. You could increase sets to increase the volume. So you rather than like doing three sets, you might do it in the gym. You may have to end up doing six, seven sets to get the same like volume overload. Then also you could play with the rest periods as well. So to create more muscle fatigue. So at the gym, you may rest for 90 seconds at home. You may have to rest for 30 seconds because the, to increase the training intensity. Um, then also you can actually literally make weights at home. So anyone who's struggling for equipment, just grab a rucksack, fill it with loads of weight, like things around the house and you can make a, a weight basically. Like that could be a, a makeshift dumbbell for a goblet squat. You can do bicep curls with it. I even saw um, someone make a barbell out of um, a broomstick handle and two um, buckets on either end. And obviously you do have to control the reps a bit more, but then it may make it even harder for you. Resistant bands, obviously, a really easy way of making 
um, exercise is harder. You can do one and a half reps as well. So let's say you're doing a squat, for example, you go down rather than coming fully up, you come halfway up, come back down, come up, and that will count as one set. So you've increased the muscle tension that way. Other things you can do is um, utilize supersets, utilize compound sets. Um, so let's say you wanted to do chest at, at the gym, you may just do chest press, but that's too easy for you at home when you're doing press ups. So you may need to do some banded flies, um, some isometric holds, so like holding a press-up position and then going into press-ups so that you've like pre-exhausted the chest muscles and then gone into press-ups and made it a lot harder like a heavy set of chest press maybe at home. I mean at the gym. So that's a really good way of doing it. Um, I've just got some notes here, so that's why I keep glancing down. So we've got respirators we've spoken about, we've spoken about like um, pre and post uh, fatigue, what we can, another way of doing it is um, improving, um, not improving, utilizing mechanical drop sets. Now, this is one of my favorite ways. So what you would do is, let's say you're doing a press-up. You would do the hardest, hardest, hardest variation of a press-up, which might be like a planche press-up. Um, if, any, if anyone doesn't know what these things are, um, let me know. I can show, we can post videos and that sort of thing. But you'd push right up onto your toes, tiptoes, put loads of... Um, pressure through the wrist that way you're loading the chest then you go into a normal press up so let's say you do three reps of those then you go into a normal press up and let's say you can get six reps of those then you go into um like negative press ups and then come up kneeling you let's say you do another 10 reps of those and then you go into kneeling press ups and let's say you can get another 10 reps of those that's that may equate to doing like eight heavy reps of a bench press so that way you've utilized a mechanical way of making an exercise from hard to easy and gone through all the ranges that you could do and gone to failure and utilized a lot of training that way. Now, before I go into the final point I had to make, I'm just going to jump back into the comments, see who's watching. Um, so we've... Uh, Deeper says she enjoys the flow and core that we're doing. Lali's watching. Lali. <laughs> Lata. <laughs> uh, Mahesh. How you doing? Got Gilly, Darshan's watching, Hasmita's watching. Hasmita on Facebook has said, we used to stretch after each session. I missed that. So each session I have started stretching, which has helped my hip. Definitely. Um, you doing mobility after the session, what, you know, we're doing live workouts with you on Zoom and we're trying to maximize the amount of time for training time. But that doesn't mean that once the, the session's over, you can't stretch and cool down and do mobility work. So that is definitely something you should be utilizing um, and doing. So that actually brings me nicely onto the next point. Some people are going to be facing injuries from training at home and and niggles and aches and pains. And the reason for that is because you're maybe doing a lot more training than you did when you were at the gym. So at the gym, you may do three hard workouts and now you're, you've gone from three workouts to six workouts in a week and because you've got a lot more time. So this overload of, you know, using your joints, using, um, using like your wrist joints and ligaments and that sort of thing and muscles can be causing a lot of aches and pains, not just to your muscles, but generally to the whole body. Now, and just like in, in the joints and in your bones and that sort of thing. So a way to kind of combat this is reducing intensity. So let's say you had three hard workouts in the week and then you pick 
to do two or three lower intensity workouts that don't take a beating on your body. That way you can kind of like um, really spread the load and your body has a time to recover. And that's the best way to change it. Now, also addressing the things that are causing you pain. Sorry. Um, so if you're doing a lot of like high impact training and jumping around and that sort of thing, if this is causing you a lot of pain, then stop doing that. You can always work out in a session, even if you're doing a live workout, a good trainer can modify an exercise for you. So let's say you're doing jump squats and that's really heavily impacting your knees, but bodyweight squats are too easy. There's still an in-between from that. You can go down in a slow control tempo, one and a half reps, add resistance bands, that sort of thing to get the same sort of training volume and um, intensity if you were doing a hit it workout, for example, as you would as the jump squats, but without the impact. So doing that sort of thing, telling your trainer how you're feeling, don't just work through pain. Um, another thing is a lot of people don't have a program. So they're just randomly working out, doing random workouts, finding things they find on the internet and they don't marry well together. So it goes back to my first point of like having intense workouts. Yes, fine. But then also having low impact workouts as well that so you're all your sessions across the week marry well together and then that way you can you know just have everything feel good and your body feels good as well from training and um, other thing is utilizing rest and recovery so just because you're at home and you're not doing much doesn't mean you're resting and recovering you have to remember like if you're training hard and then you go and sit down all day you're you may have done a lot of hip flex of work or quad work and that's put a lot of tightness on your quad, um, quads or put a lot of training volume on your quads. And then you go and sit down and you put your quads in like a shortened position. Oh, sorry. When you're sitting down, you're in a lengthened position, not con- shortened position. But you put your hips in a shortened position and you, you you might be slouching, putting pressure on your lower back, that sort of thing. And then you're going to, you're staying up late, potentially sleeping a bit less, maybe if you are waking up early for like work and stuff. That's all having an impact on your recovery. So having good sleep, having recovery as active rest as well, like where you're doing things like stretching, mobilizing through the day, not just sitting down all day, that is all going to be beneficial to your programming and beneficial to your body. So we've added in a session called Flow, where we get people, it's a 20 minute kind of stretch and cardio session where you're moving throughout the whole session from start to finish. And just mobilizing the body and doing dynamic movements. And that is like a really good way of recovering, but not putting strain on your body. So that's a way of burning calories, even though that's not the purpose of the session. But you're moving and you're stretching and you're getting the benefits of the workout. And it's a really good way to go. So um, I think someone posted in the comments actually just now that they are loving the, the flow sessions. Um, Mariam in the comments said, on True Coach, there is a good cooldown video. Yeah. Um, yeah, so u- utilizing like any kind of types of cooldown videos is um, a great way to kind of go. Uh, it was um, Sheena, she said, love flow. It's great for stretching, especially after hit core and boxing. Yeah, anything that's super high in intensity, make sure you're following up with, you know, kind of doing something to undo the work that you've put in. And I don't mean undo in terms of like a bad way. I mean, literally 
sometimes people will train and like so say your bicep for example you do loads and loads of volume on your bicep what you're doing is shortening your bicep and then lengthening and training but if you're not like kind of stretching on the way down and like letting the weight stretch afterwards you are going to get tighter in those muscles so let's say you're not doing enough work on the triceps as well that is again a programming issue you need to do balanced training so that you're doing you're doing opposite muscles as well that way you do you're not just getting really really tight in one muscle the other way is stretching that muscle afterwards so you've done like a heavy bicep workout the next day or following later do some mobility work on that joint and that muscle as well that way you don't get too tight and um, is there any questions that you guys are have for me so i've kind of gone through all the points that i've made um wanted to make so go through if you if you're just jumping on live now gone through like boredom that might be a problem we've gone through not enough like difficulty intensity from the home workouts you may be doing right now so watch this back and we've gone through a few points on injuries as well and also one point on injury i didn't say was using this time to rehab so let's say you've got a weakness in your body you get like loads of um, knee pain when you're doing squats have someone like an online physio like rnd physio to um address that um and then they can give you rehab exercises or you can see speak to a physical therapist or something that can give you rehab exercises based on your problem so let's say you're getting knee pain and it's down to weak glutes now when you're training you can do your training normally and then you can also do your rehab exercises because you have more time at the moment so you could do things to build up your, the the glute strength as assistant things or you could modify your program to make it suited to more rehab stuff so you can actually you know strengthen the joints that are weak so use this time to from training from home to address weaknesses and injuries as well to rehab and stuff so if anyone's got any other issues they're facing from training at home please let me know so i'm live on facebook live on instagram let me know if there's any difficulties you're having right now and and hopefully i can help them help you out with that so we have one question on instagram uh mariam says oh you looked unsure about <coughs> the cool down video is one you have added to my workouts oh as in <laughs> sorry yeah i know what you mean it's we've designed a program on true coach i didn't know what you meant at first so yeah we've designed this like program for our members to follow along on their own when they when they're not training with us on our live sessions and there's a cool down section on the video and what it is it's a youtube video it's a, it's a video on our youtube if you go on youtube and search body body plus beyond so body and beyond and performance put that in as one word um sorry ignore what i just said body plus beyond performance on youtube then you will find our youtube channel and on there there's something called a full i think it's called a hold on i'm trying to think i think it's called a full mobility workout or it's called um a body mot so that is one of the cool down videos we put in the the um true coach programming that we've designed for our members so that they have something to follow so something like that is a really good way it's like a 10 minute full body mobility routine that is a great one to do anyways i'm going to be shooting off let me know if you have any questions i'll just type any messages back 
I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you find that useful. Let me know if there's anything that you need help with and I will jump on it for you. Either making content, making videos on the stories or just on the next live, which will be on Monday. So yeah, over and out. I hope you found that useful and I did a lot of talking. But yeah, let me know in the comments as well if you found it useful. If you didn't, then please let me know as well. Take care, guys. Yeah.